Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Christian Bay TV and Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. I pray that you guys are having a wonderful day. As you guys see from the title, today we're talking about what are you willing to be? And we're coming from the book of Daniel chapter three. So grab your journals. Before we get into today's episode, you guys already know it's Monday. Werewives War Prayer Group is tonight. The link for tonight's Zoom will be in the description. You have until 6 p.m. to secure your spot. I can't wait to talk, connect, and pray with you ladies tonight. As well as this Friday and Sunday, we are having the Purpose Prayer Group. If you guys have not heard, I am having a 30-day Werewives War and Work workshop that's starting August 15th. 30 days of prayer for your husband. If you are a married woman, this is the workshop for you. This is only for wives who are married. We are praying for our husbands for 30 days consistently. And it's starting on August 15th to September 15th. So the link for that will be in the description as well. Let's get into today's episode. So if you guys have been following me and keeping up with me on the podcast and Instagram, you guys know that my grandma recently passed away. So for the past two weeks, we've been planning the funeral and we got an Airbnb because we've been spending time together. Her funeral was this past Saturday and we've just been grieving together. And there was just so many questions that we had and clarity that we craved and knowledge and wisdom, understanding, God, what's going to happen with this situation and how is this going to move forward? And what does this look like? And why did that person say that? And just so many things that needed to be resolved. And God showed that some things you won't get the answer for until you're in the middle. Until you get in the mess, then I'll reveal how I'm using this as a message. It's when you get in the mess that I reveal to you my miracle. It's when you get in the mess because we as humans, I don't know about y'all, but me, I know I would like the mess to be sorted out before I get to it. Like, uh, like God, fix it before I, it get in front of me. Like, I need you to fix it now. Like, God, I need you to give me clarity now. I need you to give me understanding now because I don't want to step into it and be confused. I don't want to step into it and lose my sanity. I don't want to step into it and I'm not understanding what I step into. So, God, I want you to sort this thing out or I want you to give me wisdom and knowledge and clarity and understanding about this thing before I step into it. But this weekend, God showed that some things, there will not be wisdom or clarity or knowledge revealed until you're in the middle of it. I need you to get in the mess. I need you to get in the misunderstanding. I need you to get in the argument. I need you to get in the feud. I need you to get in the debate. I need you to step in the middle of it because that is where I will reveal my clarity. That is where your prayer will be answered. That is where I'll show you what I've been doing all along. You want to stay on the sidelines. You want to step into it when it's all pretty and glitter and glam, but I actually want to call you into it because that's when I'll actually move. There are some things that will not be revealed until you get in the middle of the situation. I know you're waiting for the situation to get better. I know you're praying and you're fasting and you're saying, God, I know you're going to do it. I have faith for you to do it. And God is saying, I'm not going to do it until you get in it. I'm not going to do it until you go through it. I'm not going to do it until you get in the mess that you're praying for me to make better. I'm not going to do it until you get in the chaos because that's where I'm calling you to be. There are some things that will not not be revealed until you get in the middle. So are you willing to be in the middle of a mess so you can actually see my miracle? Because I know you would prefer for me to tell you I'm going to do it when you get in it. 
But actually, there are some things that God calls us to go into it blindsided. He calls us to go into it with, with no answers. I don't know how it's going to work out. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how it's going to look. I don't know what's going to go on at the end of this weekend because I don't have any clarity. I don't have any knowledge. I'm just going into it blind. We talk about blind faith. I'm going into it blind. And God says, there are some things that I don't reveal until you get in the mess. So what are you willing to be? to see my blessing. And God showed me this because even though this weekend we're all together to grieve my grandmother, there's so much breakthrough and clarity and fresh revelation that has happened through us being together that we've all been praying for individually. It's like we've all been individually praying for different things to be revealed or God, why did this happen? And what did this mean when this person said this? And why did this happen in this way? And it wasn't until we got in it. So it's like with us all having our own individual prayers and our own individual questions, we're all coming into this like God. It's the, it, everybody has their own different mess, right? Everybody has their own different misunderstandings and their own questions and their own things that they're trying to figure out. And we're all coming together. And God said the answer was revealed in the middle. When y'all all brought it here, this is where the clarity and the answer is going to come from. And while God was showing me this, he reminded me of Daniel chapter three of the blazing furnace. And we all know the story, but if you don't know the story, just read the whole chapter of Daniel. But what I'm going to focus on is verses seven through 30, which is basically the whole chapter of Daniel. And what I'm going to share with you guys today is four things that you must be willing to be if you want to see the breakthrough of God. Four things that you must be willing to be if you want to experience God's blessing. There's four things that you must be willing to be if you want to see the power of God. So just a quick summary of Daniel chapter three, if you don't know the story, there's King Nebuchadnezzar and King Nebuchadnezzar made an image of gold. And he told everybody in the nations that you have to bow down and worship this gold that he created. So everybody agreed to do it. So then there was Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And what they said to King Nebuchadnezzar is, we are not going to bow down and worship this gold or this God that you have created. If we are thrown into the burning fires, the God we serve is going to deliver us from it. And then they said, even if our God does not deliver us from it, we want you to know your majesty that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. Whether God steps in or not, I'm not doing what you want me to do. I'm not going to worship any other gods or any other image of gold. So then it says that the king got so upset with them that he ordered for them to be thrown into a fire that was seven times hotter than usual. The fire was so hot that the men that threw them into the fire, they actually died because that's how hot the king made the fire because he was upset that they said to him both. I'm not going to worship your gods or the image of gold. So then it says that while they were in the fire, the king jumped up and he said, weren't there three men that we tied up and threw into the fire? Look, I see four men walking around the fire, unbound and unharmed. And the fourth one looks like a son of God. So then it says that the king ran up to the fire and he said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, come out, come here. And then it says, they saw that the fire had not burnt their bodies, nor was a hair on their hair seen. Their robes were not scorched and there was no smell of fire on them. The fire that killed the soldiers did not touch Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego at all. They did not even look like they had been through a fire. And then it says that the king said, praise be to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent an angel and rescued his servants. They trusted in him and defied my commands and were willing to give up their lives rather than serve or worship any other God except their own God. And then he promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. 
that's a quick little summary. Did I really just sum up a chapter in two minutes? I feel like I did. I love that for me. Anyways, what are you willing to be? The first B that you must be willing to be if you want to experience the blessing or a breakthrough or the power of God, you must be willing to be uncomfortable. In Daniel chapter three and verse seven, it says, as soon as they heard the sound of the horn, and this is talking about the, all the people in the nations, it says, as soon as they heard the sound of the horn flute and all of the music, all the nations and peoples of every language fell down and worshiped the image of gold that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Everybody fell down and worshiped the image of gold that he set up, except Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They're the only three that did not fall down and worship this image of gold. You must be okay with being uncomfortable. And I say you must be okay with being uncomfortable because they had to see everybody doing what they were told to do and still decide, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. It, It starts with you. A lot of times we like to say what people make us do, but they first had to stand there and be uncomfortable and watch all of the people around them follow instructions and make a decision in their mind that I'm going to be uncomfortable in this moment and do what it is that my God is telling me to do. So if you want to experience breakthroughs and blessings of God in your life, you must first be okay with being uncomfortable because it's going to start mentally first. Our actions come from our thoughts. So mentally, you're going to be uncomfortable because everybody around you is going to be doing something different. So mentally, be okay with being uncomfortable if you want to experience a blessing or a breakthrough from God. The second thing you must be willing to be is be set apart. Daniel chapter three, verses 12 through 18. That's where Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were called out. They said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who paid no attention to you, your majesty, they neither serve your God nor worship the image of gold you have set up. And then verse 13 says, the king became furious. They were set apart. From verse 12 through 18, it talked about how they were not going to do it. And then from verses 16 through 18, that's where they said, we're not going to do it. So you must be okay with being set apart. It first starts with your mind. So that's where you have to be uncomfortable with your thoughts, be uncomfortable with your patterns. And then you must decide to make your actions align with your uncomfortable thoughts and you must be set apart. So I'm not just going to think highly. I'm not just going to think kingdom thoughts. I'm actually going to to live in a kingdom way. I'm actually going to be okay with my decisions and my actions being set apart from others. They said to the king, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. Let's let's set the record straight. I don't need to defend myself. That's first and foremost. Then they said, and if we are thrown into the little fire that you set up, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it. And he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. I not only know that God can deliver me, but I'm telling you that he will because I'm bold in my faith. And then in verse 18, they said, but let me set another record straight. Even if he does not, I know my God can. I have faith that my God will. But let me also throw this out there. Even if he does not, we want you to know your majesty because I still respect you. You know what I'm saying? I still respect you. We want you to know your majesty that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. So I don't cover every corner. I let you know that I don't need to defend myself. But since you think that I should defend myself, I'm going to let you know that my God will deliver me from your little fire and from your hands. And I'm also going to let you know that if he does not, I'm still not going to do what you want me to do. So now that we're, we, we're clear here, 
we can move on to whatever it is that you got planned. A lot of times when we get in the face of people who have higher titles or we feel like have higher powers than us, we forget that we need to be bold when it comes to our pursuit and our life being committed to God. God does not care about titles. God does not care about what position they have. You need to stand up and be who God has called you to be in the face of anybody, even if it's your pastor. If God has called you to do something, let him know, hey, pastor, I understand that this is your plan, but God has already let me know my plan, his plan for me. God has already let me know his plan for me. So I'm not disrespecting you. I understand that you're the pastor. I understand that you're my boss. I understand that you're the king. That's why I'm referring to you as your majesty. But I'm still letting you know where I stand because I understand who is the God over my life. And it's not you. You have authority over me. You have a position over me. And I understand that. But I'm willing to be set apart even from the people who sit higher than me in authority because I know who my God is. So I'm not disrespecting you, your majesty, but I will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up for me. I'm not disrespecting you, mom and dad. I understand you're my parents. I love you, but I will not walk in the steps that you think is best for me. I have to do what God is telling me to do. And I understand that you're a good friend of mine and I've always valued your opinion. And it's not that I don't value your opinion now, but I will not walk in the steps that you think is best for me. I have to do what God is telling me to do. And I I understand supervisor and I understand teacher and I understand mentor what you think is best for me to do and I understand that everyone around me is doing it I know that they're bowing down I see them bowing down but I know that God is calling me to be set apart in spite of who approves and in spite of who does it with you be set apart if you want to experience the blessings and breakthroughs of God now, this next one is kind of hard, y'all. I'm not going to cap. It's kind of hard. You must be willing to fall and look foolish. Daniel chapter 3, verses 22 through 23, it says, The king's command was so urgent and the furnace so hot that the flames of the fire killed the soldiers who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men firmly tied fell into the blazing furnace i understand you was using me right but you couldn't place me in there delicately like you couldn't do handle me with care you know what i'm saying like hello where's the little caution packed fragile sticker that you could have put on me because it says i fell into the like i can't even go through this process cute i gotta get beat up in the middle of it like dang you using me like let's let's make it a little nice in the transition it says they fell into the blazing furnace you must be willing to fail you must be willing to look foolish because what i want you to understand is everybody was bowing down so they already looked foolish from the beginning every part of this they look foolish because they were going against what everybody was doing but that's what it means to be set apart we talk about God, use me. God, I want to be set apart. God, I want to be anointed. I want to experience your abundance and your favor. I'm blessed and highly favored. I want the stuff that you have ordered for me. I want all of this overflow. Overflow is not common. Abundance isn't common. Abundance isn't average. So if you want to get something that's supernatural, if you want to get something that goes against the grain, that's not average, you must do something that's not average. And sometimes to other people, that looks like you failing. To other people, that's look, that looks like you being foolish. But you must do foolish things 
to get favor sometimes because that's where the supernatural is unlocked because to the world is foolish. So you have to think about it. Who is it foolish to? I'm foolish in the eyes of who? Man. I'm failing in the eyes of who? Man. As long as I'm succeeding in the eyes of God, that's all that matters. So if you want to experience breakthrough, if you want to experience the blessings of God that this earth has never seen before, you must be willing to fail and look foolish. Because if they would not have fell into that furnace, the king wouldn't have saw that God sent an angel in there with them. It took them failing. It took you failing to get to this version of you. It took you failing to get to the abundance that God has for you. It took you failing to get to this new chapter of your life. It took you failing to pivot and realize that God had more in store for you. It took you failing and look foolish for you to be the first one in your family to do something different. It's going to take you failing and looking foolish to activate your favor because favor ain't fair and it ain't fair because everybody can't do it. So I know I look like a failure in y'all eyes, but that's just because I'm tapping into something y'all never seen before. I know it looked foolish because your mind couldn't even create this if you wanted to. That's why God called me to do it. So I know I may look like a failure right now, but I'm only failing to live upon your expectations because honestly, they're too low for me. I know I may look foolish, but that's because I'm stepping outside of the box that you placed yourself in. I know you may not understand it, but that's because the level that I'm called to live on is supernatural and your mindset is stuck in the natural. So in your eyes, it may look like I'm failing. And in your eyes, it may look like I'm foolish, but that's because your eyes and your capacity and your mindset is way beneath me and I'm living according to who God has called me to be and it may be failure and foolish in the eyes of man but I want to pass the levels pass the blessings that man has received I want blessings that nobody have received before I want blessings that nobody has seen before which means I must do things speak in ways and act in ways that no man has lived before so I must be willing to fail in the eyes of man and to look foolish if I want my miracle to show up in the middle. The last thing that you must be willing to be if you want to experience the blessings and breakthrough of God, you must be willing to be an example. Be an example because this is where God's power will be activated. In Daniel chapter three, verse 30, it says, then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. After all that they went through, after them failing, after them looking foolish, after them being thrown into the fire, they were promoted. See, the tricky part is this is a package deal. See, you can't have the victory without the failure. So are you willing to be example or not? Because I know if I asked you, are you willing to be an example of God's power? You would say yes, but I'm going to take off the gods. Are you just willing to be an example? Because I need you to be willing even when you fail. I need you to be willing even when you look foolish. Don't just be willing when God's power is showing all over your life and you getting promoted. I need you to be willing even in the down seasons, even in the seasons where you getting thrown into this fire, even in the seasons where the nation's talking about you because you're not doing what they did, even in the seasons where the king is threatening you and your job is threatening you and your family is talking about you and your friends are abandoning you. Are you still willing to be an example in those seasons or do you only want to be an example? example when it's connected to power and promotion because this is a package deal you can't get one without the other so you must have the failure if you want the victory so are you willing to be an example or not
And if you are, step into the mess and watch God move. I think my favorite part about reading Daniel chapter three is the fact that the body wasn't seen until they stepped in. Before they stepped into the furnace, it was empty because the king would have noticed or the soldiers that walked them up would have noticed. It was empty. Their presence activated God's power. Imagine if they wouldn't have stepped in. Imagine if you don't step into that difficult conversation. Imagine if you don't go to work because you don't want to be amongst your coworkers because you don't like the environment. Imagine if you stop going around because you feel uncomfortable. Imagine if you stop doing what God is telling you to do because you feel like it's getting messy. Imagine if you don't step into the furnace because we like to step into situations that seem like they're full of favor. I only want to step in when it's favor. I only want to step in when it's abundance. I only want to step in when it's overflow. I only want to step in when it's sunshine and rainbows. I only want to step in when it looks like everything that God has promised me. But God says, can I trust you to step in the furnace? Can I trust you to step in the heat? Can I trust you to step in a mess? Can I trust you to step in a fire? Can I trust you to step in a situation when it looks messy? Can I trust you to show up when you don't understand what's happening? Can I trust you to trust me in spite of it looking crazy? Can I trust you in the heat? Because anybody would step into favor, but only a trustworthy servant, a trustworthy vessel, only somebody I can trust would really step into a furnace. I know I can trust you with favor, but can I trust you with fire? Can I trust you with heat? Can I trust you with chaos? Can I trust you with misunderstanding? Can I trust you when they're talking about you? Can I trust you when they're doubting you? Can I trust you when they said you wasn't going to make it through? Can I trust you? to show up and be an example of me so that I can move in the middle of the mess. What are you willing to be? Are you willing to be uncomfortable? Are you willing to be set apart? Are you willing to be a failure? Are you willing to look foolish? Are you willing to be an example in favor and furnace? What are you willing to be? And that's today's seed. Today's seed is I'm willing. I'm willing to step into the favor as well as step into the furnace because I understand that I can't get one without the other. There's something that's produced in me when I step into the furnace. There's some anointing that's activated when I step into the furnace. I understand that I make others a believer when I step into the furnace because the fourth man didn't show up until they got in. So I understand that it's a package deal. My favor actually comes from my furnace season. My favor actually comes from me going through the fire. My favor actually comes from me looking foolish. So I'm willing to be in the furnace and in the favor because I understand that the fire is activating something in me that's going to produce the favor that I know is guaranteed to me. I know that victory is my portion. So I'm not fearing the fire. I can walk through the furnace. I can step in the furnace because I know God will show up in the middle. I'm willing. And you can sow the I'm willing seed to dollar sign the Christian Bay or PayPal Zell the Christian Bay at gmail.com. I'm willing. Let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, thank you for waking us up and blessing us with another day. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to speak on this podcast. Thank you for using me as your vessel. Thank you for pouring into me, Father God. Thank you for fresh revelation. Thank you for being such a good father, a father that is with us in the mess as well as the message. You're with us in favor as well as the furnace. You're with us in stormy seasons as well as sunshine seasons. You're with us, Father God, in the middle or once we make it through. You're with us in all seasons. We thank you for showing us your power 
power in every season. We thank you for letting us know that you're not just with us when life is good. You're also with us when life is bad. You're also with us when we don't understand what's happening. You're also with us when we don't have the answers. You're also with us when we're seeking clarity. You're also with us when we're fearing what's going to happen next. You're with us in every season. And I thank you for showing us your power in every season. It's easy for us to say God is good when we're going through good times. But I thank you for showing us that you're still good even when it looks bad. I thank you for showing us you're still good even when it looks like we're being foolish or we're doing something that goes against the word of this world. Father God, we thank you for showing us that your word reigns over all, that this world can never stand against what you say, Father God. So we thank you for showing up. We thank you for making us bold. We thank you for this reminder today that we must be a certain version of us to experience your breakthrough and your blessings. We thank you, Father God, for pouring into us. We thank you for this fresh word. We thank you for this revelation. We thank you for your anointing and your power being activated in uncomfortable situations. We thank you for always showing up. We thank you for reassurance. We thank you for allowing us to tap into your presence and make our requests known. I thank you for each and every person under the sound of my voice, Father God. I pray that this word activates a new seed of boldness in them to step into the middle of any mess, any misunderstanding, any situation that they feel like is making them want to pull back or they don't understand why it happened or why this is happening or why that was said, Father God. I pray that they did a, they get a confidence in knowing that you are with them outside of the situation and you're even more with them in the midst of it, Father God. Your word says that when we are weak, you are strongest. So I thank you that we're comfortable with being weak because we know your power is more activated when we are less of ourselves. We decrease ourselves, Father God, so that we can be more like you, so that your anointing and your power and your Holy Spirit can flow freely through us, Father God. We thank you right now for the furnace and the favor because we understand that the fire is activating and doing a new work in us. And that is where your power and your presence will be revealed. I thank you for everyone under the sound of my voice. I thank you for those who sow the unwilling seed. I pray that they don't just sow, but that they be willing to be whoever you're calling them to be to experience your breakthrough and your blessings. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. I love you guys so much. And I'll talk to you on the next episode of the Christian Bay TV and podcast. Bye.